You're listening to Adjuster Talk with Jason Heenan. One time I was on a roof, this is supplement two or three, and it was like eight months after the original storm. I get up there and lo and behold, oh my gosh, there's all this new damage. Why are all these shingle tabs missing? And this dude was so lazy. He was just breaking them off and throwing them right in the valley. So you mean to tell me this damage that wasn't here eight months ago when this event happened, the wind didn't have the power to tear any of these shingles, right? Make any visible damage to qualify for payment. But eight months later, now all these shingles are broken and laying in the valley. So the wind had enough tenacity to flap this shingle up, tear it right across the middle, and then only deposited a few feet away in that valley. Give me a break. Welcome to Adjuster Talk, your go-to podcast for all things insurance adjusting by Jason Heenan of Royal Adjusting Services, a leader in the U.S. claims adjusting landscape. We're here to delve into the dynamic world of independent adjusters and share insights and industry trends that matter to aspiring and seasoned insurance adjusters. At Royal, we handle the full spectrum of claims and catastrophes, specializing in residential property claims. Our mission? To provide a better, faster, more cost-effective claims experience, improving outcomes one customer at a time. So whether you're an independent adjuster looking to join a leading team or an insurance agency seeking unparalleled service, Adjuster Talk is your window into professional claims adjusting. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining me today. Today is a fun episode. It is one of the number one funnest things. Is funnest a word? I don't know. It is the number one Thing that makes adjusting exciting and that is busting people busting bad people you know what that is not a benefit that i thought was going to be a part of the business but it ends up being one of the most exciting things so there's all kinds of different stories i could tell uh there's a just you everything that's crazy happens at people's houses right and then Almost every single house has a loan on it. And if you have a loan on your house, you got to have homeowner's insurance. Okay. Basically, our job is written into the law that people must have insurance if they have a loan. And two and every three houses has a loan out on it. Right. So every wild story occurs if there's damage at the house as a result of it. An insurance adjuster needs to go out there and find out what happens, right? So there is some job security there, right? And that's not something independent adjusting is known for is job security. So the point is, what's one of the most fun things to do? It's bust bad guys. So I'm going to tell a few stories. And I picked these stories just because I love busting bad people. So let me tell the first one. This was a way back when story for the most part, bad people are still bad and they still have bad ideas. And most of the time, if you're an adjuster and you want to bust someone, all you have to do is just run a little bit early for your appointment. And that's when all the action's going down. Just recently we had a guy, he called in a complaint on the adjuster said the adjuster was drunk and 
ask the guy for a drink and man we've heard some wild stories when it comes out i got a call one time a guy said that he and our adjuster was there and he was eating trash out of the trash can right they'll say anything whenever they're trying to get a claim paid so this insured had him a water leak and bizarrely enough the adjuster goes and they you do your inspection all right i'm gonna go check out the outside to see if i can figure out why water is getting on the inside this house passes, right? That roof's in good shape. There's nothing on the outside, nothing obvious. Oh, I can see that this chimney flashing is terrible or this valley was not installed correctly. Or there's just nothing obvious. Why is this water getting in here? And so the adjuster goes in and what this insured has done is in the middle of each room is just basically take a cup of water and pour it just randomly in the middle of each room trying to get their floors paid for whatever and in that case the homeowner was prepping the house for the inspection so that the damage was as bad as it could be at the time keep in mind this was a weather related claim where they're saying five days ago a storm came through and did all this and then the floor is still soaking wet weird but the greatest part about it was a storm report showed that less than one-tenth of one inch of rain fell with this massive 27-mile-an-hour gust of wind, which every single roof is wind-rated to handle that. In Texas, give me a break. That's like golfing weather. So no bust happened out of that. It's just an example of prepping, okay? Now, that is another thing that and I'm not talking bad about contractors in general. I'm talking about the unscrupulous bottom few percentile, the bottom feeders, right? These are the guys that instead of going out and finding where the work is, they just go to anybody's house that will let them on the roof and then they damage it. Okay. Dirty business. Don't like it. All the time. We get videos from adjusters that pull up 20 minutes earlier and there's a contractor on the roof prepping this thing. What does prepping mean? It means they'll grab three or four courses of shingles and they'll shake it like they're trying to throw a comforter on a bed, right? They're, they'll, they're trying to just rip a big old zipper in it. I've seen a guy one time, man, listen to this. One time I got up, I was following a guy up a ladder no, I was falling down the ladder. I figured it out afterwards. He had cut a golf ball in half and glued it to the heel of his boot. And so while he was up there showing me the damage, he was creating new damage on the roof with this golf ball the entire time he's walking around. Okay? So you'll be sitting there and you'll be like, there's nothing on this side. And then you get over there and now there's eight new hits. Basically, this dude is just grinding the golf ball into the shingles. But... There's another thing about that. Whenever you look at damage, you can tell right away whether it has, if it was struck by hail or if it was manufactured. Because a lot of times, think about manufacturing uh, damage. It's all going to be consistent like the size of a hammer or whatever you use. In this case, it was a golf ball. And then most of the time, people strike the shingle. And so it pulverizes those granules, right? Or it really tears that fiberglass that the granules are attached to a hailstone will do that but they're not going to be consistent 
They're not going to be in the middle of the slope, in the middle of the shingle every time. You know, it's going to be spread out over the roof. Anyway, man, people will go out of their way to damage a roof intentionally, and then they'll call it a victimless crime. Also, insurance rates are up about 30% in the last year and a half. Now, that's not related all to vandalism, which is what you call it when someone's up there prepping a roof. It's related to other macroeconomic factors out of the control of contractors. But busting a roofer or turning a video of a guy damaging a roof two or three weeks afterwards. One time I was on a roof. Listen to this one. One time I was on a roof, this is supplement two or three, and it was like eight months after the original storm. I get up there, and lo and behold, oh my gosh, there's all this new damage. Why are all these shingle tabs missing? And this dude was so lazy, he was just breaking them off and throwing them right in the valley. So you mean to tell me this damage that wasn't here eight months ago when this event happened, okay, it didn't have... The wind didn't have the power to tear any of these shingles, right? Make any visible damage to qualify for payment. But eight months later, now all these shingles are broken and laying in the valley. So the wind had enough tenacity to flap this shingle up, tear it right across the middle, and then only deposit it a few feet away in that valley. Give me a break. But they get away with it. They get away with it all the time. Uh, there's not much to say whenever... Someone does that, here's the typical protocol, is they'll change the peril that the claim is coded to from wind hail over to vandalism. And But the insurance company at that point has an opportunity to sue the roofer or the roofing company or whoever it is in a process called subrogation, which basically means they're going to recover their loss. It's fun to bust those people though, right? What happens afterwards, that's not up to you. Collecting evidence, that's up to you. That's always fun. All right, let's move on. Are you ready to elevate your career as an independent insurance adjuster? Visit adjuster-talk.com to download our exclusive guide, Five Ways to Improve Your Independent Adjusting Career. This essential resource contains insights and tips to enhance your professional journey. And remember, a polished presentation at a claim isn't just about knowledge. It's also about gear and attire. Royal Adjusting Service supports you in every way, ensuring you make the best impression every time. Don't wait to take your career to the next level. Head to adjuster-talk.com today and start transforming your future. I'm going to go ahead and say this is not anti-law enforcement, but one of the most interesting busts I've ever been a part of. And I think this happens occasionally because officers are around crime so much. Basically, their minds are always trying to figure out how the crime happened. So they end up with these ideas or something in their head. I don't know. But I'll tell two quick stories about busting some officers of the law trying some shady stuff. The first one I had was a car break-in. Okay, so what's that have to do with homeowner's insurance? Let's say this is a common story here. You have a family member out shopping for Black Friday deals or the weekend after Thanksgiving. And they're at a mall 
and they have a bunch of packages in the back of their car, the stuff they bought, and then they're going to stop and eat lunch. And then the window gets busted out and all that stuff gets stolen. That is not a car claim. It is for the window, like the damage done to the car. But 10% of your homeowner's policy limits follow you around everywhere you go. So if you put stuff in a storage unit, you have 10% of your contents coverage in that storage unit because it's offsite. You got a bunch of stuff in your car because that's who you are. You got 10% coverage. And this is not a rule. This is not guaranteed. Your policy is what your policy is. I'm just telling you this is how this bust happened. So this very honest homeowner says, these are the things that were stolen. And so you're making your list, you're documenting. And then you say, did you file a police report? And I'm like, yes, of course. And on one list that the insured gave you, there is one less item than on the police report. And so I said, hey, what are these golf clubs about to the insured? And they're like, you're not going to believe this. But the police officer was like, hey, you probably have a deductible on that. I'm going to throw so I'm going to throw some golf clubs, a set of golf clubs on your police report. And the person was like, I'm honest. I'm not trying to do this. That's about what it would cost deductible would be a new bag of golf clubs and a golf bag and whatever. And so that homeowner obviously won some sort of karma points that day, but it opened my eyes to whoa, that dude thought he was helping the officer, but what he really did was commit a felony. Did it bother him? Apparently not. Did he get busted? I don't know, but it was a shady deal. So here's another one, and this is one I was involved in the field, and this is my favorite bust ever. This person who was an officer files a claim for a break-in. And so basically I get there and there was clearly a forced entry, um, broken threshold and broken door. And then there was some missing stuff, right? And it was all the garage stuff, all the cool tools, all the stuff. And I'm asking this officer, like, so what do you think happened? You tell me, I'm taking my recorded statement on their position on what the facts are. And this guy's saying, oh, it happened. I think the neighbor's kids, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I asked if I could look in the attic. And that dude got so upset. Long story short, we got up in the attic. And guess what? All that gear that they were claiming was missing, all they did was carry it right up the attic stairs and set it right up there on the rafters. And uh, that claim was straight up denied. Probably was one of the scariest times, though, I've been in my life was being like one on one. And this is a pretty macho dude. I don't know what his story was or the why behind all that other than he needed some money. But he was not scared to commit that crime. And he sure did. So that now looking back, that was like 2013. Looking back, that was a high risk situation. But at the end, it worked out and it felt good to bust that guy. All right, this is my last story. It's an unusual one. This is a hurricane-related story, and it is very similar to the cup of water. I just happened to drive by a house that I knew. I had another claim in the neighborhood, basically, but the appointment for this claim that got busted was for the next day. And so as I drove by, 
I saw that they had taken a water hose from the outside ho hose bib and run it inside their house. So they were intentionally flooding their house the day before the inspection. And this was an all-state claim, and it was way back when. But it was that picture was worth a thousand words right there because once an insured gets busted doing deceptive things like that, the whole credibility of the claim comes into question. And I think they had some legitimate roof damage from the hurricane. They were just looking for a full remodel on the inside. But guess what? They got busted. So that's not something you're looking to do whenever you're an independent adjuster, but it is a benefit whenever you get to shine the light on the truth and feel that goodness of catching somebody who is up to no good, trying to get themselves a big old financial benefit and just thinking, oh, I'm going to get to get a fast one by this adjuster and when you've seen ten thousand houses you can see those things coming for a mile you can tell definitely whenever someone is trying to set you up and let me tell you they will definitely try to set you up there's a scheme everywhere going all the time all right guys thank you for joining me today i hope you enjoyed my story about busting people it is a benefit of being an independent adjuster please check out ruleadjustingservices.com check out the adjuster talk if you're interested in the business there are a few educational affiliates. You can click that link. Check out a couple of the independent adjusting trainers that I trust personally. And maybe you can start your own path. All right, guys. Have a great day from here. See ya. Thank you for tuning into Adjuster Talk. If you're inspired to join the ranks of skilled independent adjusters or an insurance agency looking for top-notch claims handling, your next step is clear. Reach out to Jason at Royal Adjusting Services. We're adjusting claims and setting new standards for customer satisfaction and efficiency. Join us in our mission to deliver exceptional service in every claim, every time. Contact Jason today at royaladjustingservices.com and discover how you can be part of the royal difference. Your journey in claims excellence starts here.